Well, it finally happened. The haters, the the haters finally took me down. Uh, Lord Petty is no more. Lord Petty is finally canceled. I finally lost to big tech. But you know what? Every great story is a comeback story. And so far, I haven't gotten any come on my back. And so far, I've just been, uh, what is that? Uh, whooping ass and taking names or whatever. So it's just a little setback, bro. It's just a little setback. Um, that account was so fucking shadow banned and so jacked up in general just because uh, during the whole November election thing, you know, when people were... If, if you would say anything, anything like election related saying, hey, maybe the guy who's senile that literally nobody's voted for, uh, maybe there's something weird about like thousands of votes popping up out of nowhere. Um, and everybody I know here in Seattle that actually voted for Trump, that their ballots didn't get counted for mindset. The signatures didn't match ups, but I didn't even like bother trying to fix it. And people had other shit where I don't know. Or if you say, Hey, I don't think it's racist to put your driver's license number on the top of the ballot, but I don't know, whatever. Oh, so, so anybody that would say anything like that, they all got, they all got shit canned, but, or just like majorly shadow. You know, like if you would type in, if you if I tell somebody, hey, go follow Lord Petty, uh, you know, they'd end up following my back because like the main account wouldn't even pop up. Somebody didn't send you the account, you couldn't even find it. But it's all good. It's all good, baby, baby. It's gonna be on my fucking George Russell shit, you know? Where he just takes shit in that Williams car every weekend. And then uh eventually he's gonna be in the Mercedes. So that's what it's gonna be with me. That's like when I watch all these corny accounts, all these like, you know, dudes talking about their struggle, like I met this one internet homie. He's got a page. It was about just like his dating failures. And so, you know, he had like 15,000 followers. I had like 12.5 and we did a little cross post, like helping each other out, you know? And uh, so he's got like 20 some thousand at this point because his page is just taken off like whatever because it's like a, it's like a, K brand, Kmart, Jared Freed type brand or something, you know, or like a Tinder blog throwback or something. Because uh, people, people love that shit, but uh, you know, then you get boxed in, and it's like, sorry, bro, I can't talk about that kind of stuff because I am not a big fucking dork. I don't have these failures to talk about. If I want to go fuck your mom, uh, I'm gonna find out what her interests are, and I'm gonna take her to a baking class. And then I'm going to take her to the opera. And then I'm just going to ignore her for two weeks. And she'd be like, oh, what did I do wrong? And then she's going to bust it open for me. But, you know. So that's why uh, it's hard for me when I see, like, all these Instagram pages. You know, like... Okay, so it's in anything in life, right? Like, let's say if you're an alcoholic, like the more you drink, the higher your tolerance is or uh, with anything, you know, like if somebody, that's how people get into like fucking feet and stuff like that because they've had too much pussy. So once you've had too much pussy, uh, you want to start doing weird shit. Like, well, even weird shit, then, you know, like who doesn't want to have a threesome? But, you know, then guys just start getting into like weird shit, like the eyes wide shut parties and whatnot, you know? And, uh, and so with comedy, right? Like when you live in the comedy world, you're always 
you always want to find where that line is and then just like try to dance around the line. You always want to push things forward. Like I'm trying to push things forward. I feel like, like I would have never in my life, I never wanted to take any sort of political route. But uh, it's like, it's so funny because when you look at Carlin, like Carlin was going against like conservative America and now the comedians to push it forward, you have to go against like the super hyper liberal America because that is the new conservative America. Those are the new people who like control everything you see and want to control everything that you say and do. You know what I mean? So I never ever would have ever, and I don't even like the word a conservative. Like I don't, I'm not even like a big political guy or whatever, but I just kind of like fell into that thing because those are the things I'm making fun of. Like I don't ever want to talk about politics. It's just like everywhere you look, that's where it is. So if I'm making fun of fucking, uh, what are they called? Activist athletes competing for their country. Like if you hate America so much, don't go to the Olympics as an, as an American, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. It's kind of crazy. It's like the level of privilege and obliviousness and just absolute, just, I, I just brainwash, you know, like that's, that's what's scary about all this like critical race theory and all this shit. Cause it just telling everybody everything's racist, systemic racism here and there. And the people just so take for granted living here and just say like the wildest shit and do go, go to the Olympics as Americans. And then they like, fucking turn away from the flag and stuff just saying like oh we don't like america then then fucking leave you know but anyways but basically what i was saying is uh so i have a hard time i mean i could probably make some like corny dating dating related instagram profile or just like a basic meme thing following all their guidelines and just do the shit that works like you know, there were like a million knockoff Karen pages when like the Karen Gone Wild thing came out at the beginning of the quarantine and shit like that. But yeah, I just, I want to push things forward. You know what I mean? I want to, I want to go into uncharted territory and kind of like piss off a couple people <laughs> and say some things that have never been said before. But then with that, uh, you know, you pose the danger of getting your shit deleted, which, you know, fuck it, dude. I'm like, the white Instagram version of Rosa Parks. You know what I'm saying? I I am an American hero. <laughs> I can't say that. I always wonder, you know, when rappers are just like, I beat the pussy up. I fucked her all night. She couldn't walk right. Like when they're saying this shit with just like a completely straight face. Like, <laughs> imagine talking that highly about yourself with a straight face all the time. Dude, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, I am a national hero. I'm a hero and I'm a martyr for my Instagram being deleted and I'm highly oppressed that my free speech is being impeded on. God damn, dude. Can you I, I'm gonna get so many more followers just for the fact that I can say I've been canceled now. It just I can just tell people now, yeah. I got fucking canceled and everybody's just going to get all riled up and then support me harder. So thank you. Whoever reported me. And I think what it was, because ironically I was actually down in Capitol Hill, like the gayest place on earth with Shouty celebrating pride because I got love for the gays, dude. I have no problem with gay people. Like I honestly like spending time in a gay neighborhood. It's actually, they're just like super friendly and super clean. <laughs> it's not like when you go to the East side, it's just all the like, Indians and Asians 
and like you can't understand anything and they're all just like super wealthy buying up all the property. You just like go to like the gay areas in Seattle and it's just like a bunch of just like techie, just like super attractive people that like don't want to fuck your girlfriend and that are just like super friendly. And it's not like they're like creepy trying to just like grab your balls and stuff like that. Like they're just really like nice, good people, you know? And uh, I'm all for it. But like I said, where I draw the line and it's not even drawing the line, you know what I mean? It's not even my battle. Like I don't give a shit about anything. Like that's what people got to like really get through their thick fucking skulls. I'm making fun of stuff, but it's like, I don't really care. I'm just, I'm just pointing it out. I'm just saying the shit that we're thinking, you know what I mean? And, uh, but yeah, um, ironically, I was down in just like the gayest, most progressive place in the world, Capitol Hill, where literally that's where Chaz was. If you don't know Capitol, that's where Chaz is, where the autonomous zone was. Like that's where I was hanging out, celebrating, celebrating the queers. And, um, <laughs> and I was going to take a video cause this guy walked by with his asshole hanging out of his jeans, like not his asshole, but he was wearing a thong. And then, uh, then you go to the park and then like right in the park there where they had like all the homeless people and shit like that. There's the big people with the y'all, y'all queers going to hell. Jesus is going to come back. You know, like that guy, they've been saying that for the last 50 years in that same park. And then you can see all the like pride black lives matter. People just yelling at each other with megaphones. I'm just having real productive conversations. You know, somebody that's standing in the 106 degree heat with a fucking billboard in his hand talking about how everybody's going to go to hell versus the people that think everybody's racist, you know, like the two, it's just an episode of animal planet. Honestly, this week on animal planet, but anyways, so then I pull up my phone also at one point and, uh, there was just like some other protest going on in Seattle somewhere where it's just like these like six black people were just like blocking a super busy intersection. <laughs> it's just, you know, like a super hot weekend. People like there, there's bound to be somebody in their car that doesn't have AC or something like that. Just getting beamed on in like this dangerous sun. And of course the cops aren't doing anything. It's like, here's my message for the cops. You don't have a lot of friends left, dude. You guys better stop trying to fuck around and just like arrest the wrong people all the time. Like I know you have bosses, but it's like, we all have bosses. You know what I mean? Like if you're going, if you got the quote Patriots versus the people that fucking hate you, the quote Patriots are the same ones that have been like back the blue. And all of a sudden you show up to the protest because you see, okay, usually like the Patriot type people are like physically bigger and more masculine and like pose more of a threat, but they're out there like defending you. But then you end up profiling them and arresting them because they look like the agitators because they're big or whatever. When it's like, we all, I don't know, dude, I am not a cop. I shouldn't even speak. I don't know what the fuck you guys do, but you know what I mean? Like we've been having y'all bet. We've been having y'all's backs. So like be cool. Cause I, I never have a problem. I never have problems with cops because I just don't break the law anymore. I have nothing like what the fuck am I going to break the law about? Maybe like every once in a while I'll do a line of blow or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, once in a blue moon, if I'm at like some weird party where the music is not even like that, where it's like the and you've just been hanging out with the same like 10 people all night. And I'm like, okay, uh, let's, uh, let's get some white spice up in this bitch. Let's white spice this, this party up a little bit. Then maybe I'll participate in that. I've literally never bought drugs in my life. I've never with my own money, hand to hand exchanged uh, for drugs ever in my entire life. But 
I'm totally for drugs besides like heroin and shit like that. But anyways, um, that's why I could never be a cop either. Imagine just like rolling up on a couple kids smoking some weed or just trying to get fucked up or like some kids going to a festival and like they happen to have some like MDMA on them and you got to be the one to just fuck their whole lives up just because they wanted the colors to look funny for like four hours. Anyways. Anyways, it is so fucking hot. It is so hot. We dying up in here. This is what we get for making fun of Texas because Texas shut down over like six inches of snow. And see, I was like, oh, Texas. And here we are just all falling apart over some heat. Um, I got I got super burnt. I went out went out with the boys out to Lake Stevens on Friday. Got super burnt, and then uh, went out hanging out with uh, the Illuminati on Saturday. And uh, wait, no, that was on Sunday. That was yesterday. I don't know, dude. I get my days mixed up. Ever since my Instagram has been deleted, I've just been dealing with a lot of mental issues, and I just want to raise awareness for people that got their Instagrams deleted. What the fuck is raising awareness, you know? What's the point of raising awareness? You just want everybody to know about how hard you have it. I don't understand raising awareness. I understand raising money. If you raise enough awareness, you raise money, you know? Like, aren't we all aware of cancer at this point? Who doesn't know what the fuck cancer is? We're still raising awareness about cancer. Why don't we just, like, find a solution? If we can come up with vaccines and all this other shit in such short time... Like, how the fuck is there still shit like cancer and AIDS and uh, herpes and shit like that, you know? I remember one time I thought I had herpes, and I think I've talked about it before, but I went down this rabbit hole on YouTube of just, like, you know, dating with STDs and shit like that. It made me feel really compassionate for the people that actually do because you have no control over that shit. And... uh yeah, thank God I just wasn't just wasn't washing my nutsack enough. Uh, I was just like, I'd be going to work when I was working at the factory, twisting twisting wrenches on airplane parts. Uh, I'd just be like wearing a big blue jumpsuit, just with the sweat drop down my balls. When I had all these bitches crawling in the factory, <laughs> and uh, while I was the bitch crawling chasing nuts on the floor and breathing composite dust getting an autoimmune disease and asking hey can i please go somewhere else because my immune system is killing me and i can't feel my feet can i please get away from this acetone and uh, composite and epoxy dust oh i can't feel my feet i can't stand oh hey go put these nuts on this thing on your feet for the next six hours and breathe this dust boy even though we have 90 different places we can put you. Um, <laughs> uh, what the fuck was I talking about? I started singing Little John. What? And I got off track. Okay. But anyways. Oh, yeah. I was talking about the time I thought I had derp. Derp a derp derp. Because I just, uh, yeah, I'd go to work with the sweat job down my balls. And then I would go to, I would just go home and I would eat and then I would go to the gym and I'd have more sweat dropping down my bowels and I would get home and then I would eat again and then I'd finally shower at like 8.30 
and then go to bed and then I'd start work at 5.30 the next morning. So basically my balls were just covered in sweat for way longer than they should have been. And um, yeah. And so I uh, got like a ball rash, you know. And then uh, I got like athlete's foot on my fucking nuts. And uh, <laughs> I should have like just thrown some foot powder on that bitch. But then I went to the doctor. That was me and this old man. And then uh, took out my dick and he like, you know, grabbed it. And he like looked up and he went, nope, that ain't the herp. I've seen plenty of the herp. God, being a doctor would be some wild shit. Just telling people they're going to die and just telling them they have herpes and shit. <laughs> giving people news you don't want to give all day. I hate pe- giving people bad news. I like making people laugh. And this is kind of a thing that I've been thinking about a lot because like if people... I don't know if this is my insecurity or if this is just like... I don't know. Like if people aren't laughing, it makes me... like If people aren't having a good time around me, like I feel kind of weird almost because... Like, if I'm hanging out with people, if I'm with, like, six people or something like that, and people are just, like, sitting around on their phones, it's, like, I'd rather just, like, leave and go be by myself. It just literally, like, makes me feel awkward. Like, and I don't... I have no shame. You know what I mean? Like, I have no shame. There's not a lot of things that make me feel awkward, but when I'm hanging out with a group of people, and it's just, like, people aren't having fun, it's just... I don't know, because I just... Like, I like to have fun! But... Um. Yeah, I think what I'm gonna do because like, I really don't like to surround myself. Like, I'll I'll, I'll go hang out. <sighs> I get I don't know. Maybe that's like again, like when you live in like the comedian world, like everybody's trying to talk, you know. But all of a sudden, like we hang out with like a bunch of quiet people. It's just like, dude, like what do you guys do? You know? Because I've always been my circle. Like growing up, I was, I was into hip hop, so everybody I was around was into like. <laughs> rapping and shit. So if you go to a party, like there was never a like lull. Like people were always interested in what was going on. And then now I like to surround myself with funny people and stuff or people that are passionate about what they do and just always have something to say, you know? But then if you just hang out, hang around a bunch of people that just have, you know, there's go to work Monday through Friday, live for the weekend or like watch foosball. And I don't know, they just don't really have a lot of, like passion, I guess, you know, like they get together just to like feel like they're doing something. They aren't lonely. Everybody's just sitting there in silence or on their phone and seeing what the idiots are doing. But I think I'm going to start a service where I just pimp myself out kind of like a prostitute, but like a, uh, instead of like a staged performance, I'm just going to like come entertain boring people. So like, Hey, I will come to your fucked up family function where everybody's just going to sit around and be judgmental of each other. And I will be the asshole that you can all trash in the car road, huh? car ride home later. Like whoever the host is, they can say that, oh, this is my uh, coworker or something like that. They just invite him over. He doesn't have any family. I just come over and I either make people laugh and have a good time and entertain them or I just piss everybody off and give them something to talk about in the car and eventually laugh about. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what's funny. The funniest stories, whenever you're going through, this is how I get through life because whenever something blows in the moment like if something just absolutely sucks then i always know this is going to be a hilarious story 
So you can't lose. You're either having a great time doing what you're doing or something just blows ass. And you're like, oh, this is going to be a funny story. And even if something's miserable, you know, if you're like really cold or really hot or really... If you're like in a weird, tricky situation, like I remember one time when I was 20 and I was living in LA, like I, I literally, I didn't have a dollar fifty to get on the train, and I don't even remember what I did, but I just remember, ironically, I remember being like, I'm gonna, this is something I'm gonna look back on. I just knew, like even in those situations where you, you see, this shit seems kind of hopeless. Eventually, you're gonna figure it out unless you just go throw yourself in front of a truck. But eventually, you're gonna figure it out, and then it's gonna be some funny to funny to think about or funny to joke about or something like that. So anyways, let's do some, let's do some relationship questions because, uh, maybe if I talk more about relationships again, it's funny because this whole podcast was supposed to just be like a, a guys we fucked rip off. I was just going to talk about fingering who is, but then I met the little shouty and I'm not going to talk to you about fingering her. How do I deal with my male friends who think my girlfriend is ugly? <laughs> Hi, I've been using the dating apps for a few months already and have been meeting dating some girls here and there. The, issues, the issue is that I found a girl on Bumble recently who matches everything I want. Funny, cute, smart, similar interests. I have had a few dates with her and have brought her to meet my friends. We are. I had a buddy growing up. He's actually the same guy that produced the intro to this. He just like never brought his girls around, and it's not like they were ugly. He just like we always joked about. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why, but I and I didn't understand it. Now that I'm, now that I'm older, I understand it. Where I've just like had friends tried to like slide in my girls' DMs or just like inquire about shit that's just like not their business. It's just like yeah, it's probably a good thing to keep these things separate. But he was ahead of the curve. So, but anyways, uh, mentioned funny, keeps my interest. Had a few dates with her and brought her to meet my friends. We we're just dating though, not official or anything. So she's still getting, she's still getting some crew love. She's one of those sweet, nice girls too. Um, I don't know what that means. The problem though is that my friends are ruthless. <laughs> In private, they tell me that she is ugly and that I could do a lot better. Dude, that's fucking stupid. Like, I'm sorry, but. Those are some shitty friends, you know? Like, that should happen behind your back. <laughs> that should really happen behind your back, and that's normal, you know? Like, everybody trashes everybody in some way. But honestly, and you shouldn't... Like, you need to lean into this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really need to lean into this shit. Probably that my friends are ruthless and private. They tell me she's ugly and that I could do a lot better. I mean, even if you could, if you're happy, who gives a fuck, you know? They try setting me up with conventionally more attractive girls, and sometimes I entertain those thoughts. Yes, these girls are a lot, quote, hotter, but I still really like this girl's personality. Did a chick write this? Because this seems kind of fake. It's not like we are exclusive yet. One of my best female friends tells me I'm dating below my market, that I shouldn't be satisfied. That's such a, like, fucked up thing, especially, like, for another woman to say, you know? All this, like, it's such bullshit. Women be like, oh, I'm the girls, this, oh, men are size pig, da da It's like... There's nobody that hates on their own kind more than people that aren't white men. Everybody who's not a white man, you hate on your own kind harder than anybody else. (laughs) 
That's the only difference between white men and everybody else. Like white dudes, like we just don't care about each other. Like if I see some dude driving a nice car with a hot girlfriend with like a cool boat, I'm like, good for him. Deep down, it's like, okay, well, you know, like, I don't know. I'm not going to like shit on him for it. You know what I mean? Might make some kind of joke to make myself feel better. But uh, yeah, women just, I would never, I would never tell one of my like chick friends like, oh, you could do better. Like that is just not, not like shut the, oh, dude, people, what the fuck? Who does this? I don't know though. Every time I bring it up to this girl, they refer her as the ugly duck. Dude, fuck your friends. Honestly, fuck your friends. Fuck them. I don't even want to read the rest of this. I'm going to get pissed. It kind of makes me lose a little bit of self-esteem. Yeah, obviously. How you ever... It kind of depends. You know, like... I don't know because I'm like, you know, make fun of everything. Say everything that's on your mind. But also, there's just certain things you just... Just mind your fucking business, you know? Like if if it was just some chick that you hooked up with once and then like your buddies are just just being ruthless about it, that's funny. But if it's like somebody you actually enjoy, like you just go if if she makes it, if she's not one of these pieces of shit, then go spend time with her. Straight up. Uh probably nice to say, but I've gotten so much crap from a friend about her. Her personality is everything I want though, and I don't know if she's actually ugly if I'm just blinded. I, dude, if if dude, if she makes your dick hard, because guess what? All these bitches. The one great thing about being thirty-one is I've watched all these girls I wanted to fuck in high school. They all are disgusting now. Every every girl that's ever broken my heart or something like that, like I I wouldn't touch them with a ten foot pole. So if if you find a girl that you already really like her personality and stuff like that, I mean, come on, dude, that's I mean, props to you. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. All the, it's so, it's kind of like this, it's almost kind of satisfying because I can think of some girls who were just like huge bitches growing up. And now they're fat. And uh, that makes me smile. Things that make me smile. <laughs> uh, and I wonder why my Instagram got deleted. Anyways. Do it, dude. Fuck, fuck your friends and fuck these bitches that are saying calling her the quote ugly duckling. Because you know what? If somebody is quote ugly, they only have their way up. All these like twenty year olds with their tight little hot bodies and shit. Like, guess what? You think they're gonna hold on to that shit forever? No. So, anyways, all right. I'm gonna check out. I'm gonna go try to not melt in this heat, and I'm gonna go check on my little kitty. Go check on to Lucifer. And you guys have yourselves a great week. And uh, don't, I'm probably going to get my Instagram back. I have a feeling I'll get it back. So I know a lot of people have lost their shit. So, but uh, if you guys want to follow my backup, it's at Lord Petty underscore two. And if I don't get my main back, I'm going to change that handle because I was just going to use that account strictly for memes because I'm trying to get verified on the main and they don't like it when you have a bunch of memes. They look at you like you're not a real person. Anyways. But I just don't get like how the fuck is there's bitches where you can literally see the outline of their butthole. You know what I'm saying? You can literally see like the creases of the star cookie and they just get a little slap on the wrist. And I say, I make a joke about, hey, run some protesters over and my shit gets wiped, even though I'm not running protesters over. But bitches is out here showing the creases of their star cookie. Anyways, dude, uh, please leave a rating. If you're listening on Z Apple, go uh, leave five stars. 
and then uh, write something funny, write something cool, write something mean. I don't give a shit. Just write something. And then uh, all y'all motherfuckers have a great week. And I will talk to y'all soon. Lord pity out this bitch. Love y'all. Peace. Place under the same sun. Yeah.